Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Don't believe it, just watch! Hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to... Hey, the biggest loser finale, as you can see, we are having a party over here because it is finally over. It's crazy. I mean, how many episodes was it this year? Like 18? It was 20 million. Yeah, it, it was like a very long season, but a very great one. Yeah. Um, welcome to After Buzz TV. I'm your host, Fallon Mercedes. You can find me online at fitwithfallon.com and at fitwithfallon on Twitter and Instagram. And my favorite co-host. Yes, it's Morgan Martin. And of course, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at ms underscore Morgan Martin. I can't help but keep moving. I know. This is, this is my jam. Um, but we have so much to talk about this season. Um, yeah. Or this episode in particular, like, to begin the episode, let me just say, there were some contestants on the show that I even forgot that were yeah. on the show. I'm like, wait, who, who is she? What was her name? <laughs> and then until they did like a flashback, that's when I realized, like, oh, they were on the show. Yeah. Well, what did you think about the contestants that came back that lost a lot of weight that were, you know, at, at the at home? I mean, um, to me, I think that's huge. I mean, it's one thing when, I mean, obviously, you know, the contestants that stay on the ranch, they have the coaches, they have the new nutrition, they have all of these things right there at that disposal. But when they have to go home and are back into those environments that probably kind of help them put on the weight in the first place, that's yeah. a huge testament to their dedication to still be able to continue to lose being thrown back into kind of where they started. So mm -hmm. I think, to me, I think that's almost even more of a huge success story. Yeah, I'm like going through my tweets right now because I was live tweeting yes. during the live show. So my tweets are my notes today. Everything go. that I was thinking, I was tweeting. So we're going to talk about that today. So um, I guess let's talk about Damien. He was one of my favorites he was. Um, he loved this whole season. And when he got sent home, I was so shocked. I remember it was um, Comeback Canyon, him yeah. against Scott. I was so rooting for Damien, but Scott won him out um and we got a little glimpse of him uh within when they did the flashback and you know he does sports anchoring and journalism um so we got to see him and he looked great he did he looked great but i was hoping for even a bigger um i guess uh change but i think for him what I guess held him back from really giving the audience a big surprise is that we get to turn on the TV and see him all the time exactly. reporting. So, you know, it wasn't really a dramatic change where there was some contestants that 
you know, got voted off early. We haven't yeah. seen them this whole time. Absolutely. And then, wow, what a change. What did you think of Damien? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I love Damien. Like, I am a huge, huge Damien fan. And he looks so fly in his turquoise suit, I yes. might say. And, you know, I think for Damien, it was one of those things where, of course, you know, we've seen those glimpses. But you can just tell just him as a person and his passion and his drive and just everything. And then, obviously, being on ESPN, he's just a different person. So, mm-hmm. it's like you're going to see people that are going to obviously exceed their goals in terms of weight loss. And then you're going to see people that exceed their goals in terms of them just like changing as a person. And I totally think that Damon's one of those people. I think Lori's one of those people too. We yeah. definitely see her confidence. It definitely shot up after the show and mm-hmm. after she lost the weight. And it was so great to see her and have her softball team there um, support her yeah. and her son, who is so adorable, He's by so the way. Cute. You know, Lori has really, she came a long way and, she, you know, she was really in the running for being a finalist so you know to see her journey to see where she's come thus far you know i it feels like watching them that we've been through it all with them even though we don't know them (laughs) but it's like you know it feels like we really have been with them so i am so proud of Lori, damien everybody to see like you were saying not only the physical changes but the internal changes as well absolutely um let's talk about scott who oh, was one of my favorites on the uh, season, other than Damien. Scott was definitely um, one of my faves that I was rooting for to win this thing. Yeah. And, you know, I can honestly say he does look like a quarterback now. And I almost forgot how big he was. He's tall. Yeah. He's a tall, he's a tall guy. But Scott is just one of those, like, standout men with great character. Yes, you know? like he's a stand-up man. Yeah, so it's almost like what was always there in terms of his character, yeah. the person that he was, because he was so consistent when mm-hmm. he was on the ranch. And like, you know, um, they were saying that he was a father, he was a brother, he was just, he was a coach, he was everything for so many people. Yeah. So now I almost feel like his outside matches his inside, yeah. both in and out. I love Scott. And it's funny because we see a glimpse of his character. You know, you usually think football player tough. You know, he has to stay true to his image because he's a jock. And (laughs) in the finale, he says, you know, I was a caterpillar before, but Biggest Loser has made me into a butterfly. And I'm just like, who are you, Muhammad Ali? Like... (laughs) You're using a butterfly analogy, but kind of like you were saying, it really shows his character. You know, he didn't pick a tiger or a bear. He said he's a butterfly. So I'm so happy for you, Scott. I hope you fly away. Um, We got to see Scott. I think he beat out Toma on the scale. Was it Toma? No, he beat out... Woody. He beat out Woody on the scale uh, because Woody beat him out on the Comeback Canyon. Yeah. So So I think he uh, was kind of like, yeah, payback. I got to beat you out. Now, Toma beat out Scott. So, you know, we get to see him later on um, in the show. Blake, who arrived on the show, looking amazing. I think... I think Blake is one of the favorites because mm-hmm. she is young. You yeah. know, she was one of the youngest contestants on the show. And she has such a soft, kind uh personality. Mm-hmm. And to see her, you know, we know how hard it is to, you know, be young because you're 
getting judged, you know, yeah. when you have friends who are, you know, she's she's an athlete who are playing sports who are much thinner. And, yeah. you know, she had some type of com- confidence on the show. But now she has so much confidence. And let me say this. She looked amazing in yes. that little black dress. And she tweeted a photo or Instagrammed a photo of herself on her social media in a bikini. And she looks gorgeous. Like, she must have so many boys after her (laughs) now. I mean, she was beautiful before, but the outside matches the inside. I know. I love Blake. She's like such a, she's such a little like fireball. And I mean, she just could not stop smiling and cheesing. And, you know, they asked her questions and like half the time she couldn't even think of words to say because you could just see she was just so excited. And I think what I love the most about her story is, you know, she was saying she was a hundred pounds when she was five years old. So like, it's Dang. something that like a hundred pounds. Yeah. So, five? I mean, and so it's, it's crazy because it's one of those things that I'm sure for her probably just seemed so unattainable. But what I love the most is that she said she was always trying to please her parents or please people. And so even being on the show, her motivation was, I want to make my parents proud. Mm-hmm. But then she crossed over and said, but I realize it can't be about making them proud. It has to be about making myself proud. And I think that's like a huge, for somebody of that age, that's a huge accomplishment. You always want to, you know, make mommy and daddy proud, but to do it for yourself, I think yeah. it's huge. I wonder what's going to happen with her after the show. I wonder yeah. how many endorsements she's going to get. I wonder, you know, she's going to be the face of Subway, Subway. <laughs> or, you know, just like Jared, because these people have lost so much weight and inspired so many other people. Yeah. I think you you know, these brands are really going to grab onto them to be spokespersons Absolutely. for them. So I think it's great. Blake, I can't wait to see everything that you do. Uh, we see Jordan and who else was it? Uh, Jordan and Rob. Yeah. Jordan and Rob looked amazing. But Jordan looked like a different person. He really did. Like Jordan, I was like, who... Jordan, who? I mean, he looked absolutely... I mean, he lost 143 pounds. That's ridiculous. And Rob lost... How much did he lose? Um, Rob lost 245 pounds. Was it 245? For Rob? Yeah. Yeah, two, yeah, 245 pounds. Oh my goodness. I, I had to look at my tweet. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yep, he got down to 238. 245, and he still did not win the biggest loser at home challenge because Crazy. again, it goes by your body fat percentage yeah. because everybody didn't go in weighing the same weight. Right. So he definitely was the heaviest contestant on the show. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he did not win the at home challenge, but he won his health back. You know, the doctor for the show had to grab the mic and just say hey you know you're the winner to me because he for his health he did so much he um he now because he is no longer obese he has overcome his severe sleep apnea he's no longer pre-diabetic he no longer has hypertension he no longer has arthritis he has no longer has dislocation lipodemia and he has no longer has i know i'm getting the tongue twisted no it's so much it's good hormonal shifts you know like these people i think this is one of the greatest things about biggest loser that these people are not only losing weight 
they are gaining their health and their lives back. Like this show, you know, it might be entertainment for you, but it is real real for these people that are on the show. And shout out to shout out to all the people who are being motivated in the show. I love that we had to or had the opportunity to see the um, audience members. There was a couple of them that lost dramatic amounts of weight yes and i was just like this is amazing this show it's just very inspiring i think this is what tv should be about you know not throwing bottles and fighting (laughs) and no like entertainment should be using the platform of television to not only entertain but to inspire and motivate and push the world into a positive place yeah and i think you know Rob and the doctor early in the in the beginning of the season had kind of gotten into it, but I think because part of it is when you are faced with the reality of where you are in life. I mean, literally, he basically told him like, "You may not make it past five years if this is the way that you are going to continue to live your life." And it sounds harsh, but sometimes we make I think weight and health and whatever we take it so lightly like oh yeah let's lose some pounds let's get a six pack but it's so much more than that and until somebody sometimes has to literally sit you down and be like literally it's a matter of life and death which one are you going to choose Mm -hmm. and i think that was hard for rob to accept then but i think the rob now is light years different than the way he was before. Yes, I agree. So the biggest um, loser at home winner was Jordan. Yeah. Um, he got to win the $100,000 for him and his newborn baby, which was at the so finale. Cute. So Yay! cute. Yes. I can use a hundred grand right now. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, but shout out to Jordan. Uh, you know, I didn't think he was uh, a real like, uh, in the runner position to win it. So that was great for yeah. him. I really thought it was going to be Blake. She looked amazing. I did too. But or he, Rob. But when I saw Jordan, I was like, mm. well, when I saw him, but you know, um, along the season. Yeah. Like completely. last episode, if I w- was to guess the biggest at home challenge winner, it would have been Blake or Toma yeah. or somebody else. Yeah. Um, I mean, not Toma, um, Woody. Woody. Because Toma is one of the finalists. Yes. So let's, I don't want to jump into the finalists just yet. I feel like we're going through this so quick. Um, let's see. What else did we talk about today? Um, so Jen, let's talk about the new trainers. Jen, she is gorgeous, but you know, she just knows what to say. Like even in the opening of the finale, she just speaks from the heart. And I think she really solidified her spot on the show this season. Yeah. You know, we miss Jillian, but uh, Jen has our hearts. What do you think of Jen? I love Jen. I love Jen because you can tell how deeply invested she is in every single person that she coached. I mean, when it got down to the final two, I mean, obviously having Toma and, and Sonia, it was emotional for her to even speak about because you can tell for her it wasn't just about, hey, I'm on the show. I obviously have to do a good job, but she was so invested in every single one of them. So you have this tie between 
she's strong and she's passionate and she's a fighter so she's not gonna back down to you she's gonna push you but she also has that compassion she's a gladiator she, yeah I mean she's, like a, she's a gladiator for crying yeah. out loud but at the same time she has this ability to just really empathize with them as well so that balance I think makes such an amazing trainer and I think Jillian had those qualities Jillian was a little more pushy so yeah. some people weren't really feeling her yeah. as much either you loved her or you hated her yeah. Yeah, I agree. But for Jen, I feel like she's a balance of both, but not too like much on yeah. either side. So I think everybody, I, I haven't heard anything bad about her. I yeah. haven't heard anybody say. And she looks fabulous. I know. It's hard not to, you know, <laughs> it's hard to hate on a woman who has an amazing body that you are striving for. Now, Jen, um, not Jen, um, Jesse. Jesse. Uh, Jesse, he was the other new trainer on the show and he is beautiful as well to look at. Um, the finale, I mean, I liked him, but again, he, um, he really hasn't won me over, yeah. but I don't dislike him. No. I think he's still just trying to find his way. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I think Jen, you know, she just, got she into it. On in the, he, she jumped in the deep end. Quick. Yeah. And Jesse's still kind of like, trying to swim out she's not there yet but uh maybe next season he will be you guys out there let us know what you are thinking of this finale so far um what we're talking about what do you think of the new trainers do you think they ended the season with the bang did you think um you know the at home uh finalists were up to your expectations of the weight that they were going to lose. Do you think Jordan was going to win? And let's talk about who actually won yes. out of the three finalists. Um So we have Sonia, Rob, and Toma. Toma. Now, out of these three, I knew Sonia was going to do well. Yeah. Um, she has that fire in her. Uh, I mean, Rob, he's great too. And especially that he lost all that weight. Yeah. You know, he, he really did look amazing. Yeah. Um, what do you have to say about Sonia? I mean, I did predict last week. Sonia was my prediction to, to take it all home. And so I was close. You were not- close. But Close I mean, enough. Yeah. But I do what I what I love about Sonya, and she was so excited not only for herself before everybody. I mean, every when yeah, she was very Rob, passionate Rob about everybody. Came out, you could hear Sonya like, yes, yes. I thought she almost kissed them on the mouth. <laughs> I mean, close. Look, I mean, Sonya's she's looking for she's single. Uh-huh. She look. I mean, I don't know, but I am just. I'm actually really interested. And I wish you know at some point we could see this more, like what their lives are going to be like going home because. Sonia is going back a new Sonia. So it's, I know we always talk about, you know, that person having, like Sonia having to now adapt to her environment again, but I think it's going to be more of her environment adapting to her because she's not going to be the same Sonia. Mm-hmm. She's, her attitude is different. Her confidence is different. Her hair is her different. Her hair <laughs> is different. Yes to her hair. I mean, she's a different person. So I think she's going to receive energy that she's never had before in a good way. So I see Sonia getting a man in 2015. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think Sonia is amazing. I love her attitude. I love um, the motivation and again, she works in the school system. I don't remember if she is, is a teacher or a principal or um, I know PE. there were signs that said coach. I don't think she was a PE yeah. teacher because I feel like she was way too overweight. Not that 
overweight teachers can't be PE teachers, but I feel like she wasn't yeah. really active or motivating others at the time to be active because of her obesity. But I think now, I think that school is going to be losing weight. I think she's going to be inspiring children. She's yeah. going to inspire her coworkers. And I'm excited to see what she does. Now, today I spoke to um, the psychologist who works for um, The Biggest Loser. He's been casting, I think, uh, The Biggest Loser for the last eight seasons. Mm-hmm. So before the contestants go on Biggest Loser, they have to go through um, like a psychological, um, I guess, interview analysis. And uh, I guess the psychologist wants to see, you know, if mentally they can handle being mm-hmm. on reality TV, yeah. because sometimes you can be portrayed as who you really are or in a positive, more positive light or in a negative light. So they want to make sure that their contestants are yeah. really game. But also he was telling me he likes to prepare the contestants of what to expect when you have a dramatic weight loss change and what to do and he was saying that you know a lot of these people they'll get off the show and they'll go home and start you know going back to those same behaviors that led them to this place he was saying you know he has all the contestants uh, not only do food journals but journaling their emotions because a lot of them were eating through their emotions maybe they grew up in a home where they weren't allowed to have a voice and speak yeah. up. So they dealt with their feelings with eating or they lost a loved one. In the yeah. case of Woody or Rob, you know, they didn't know how to handle their emotions. So yes. they ate. So he suggested um, for all the contestants to start journaling, to join a weight loss group mm-hmm. um, like Weight Watchers because there's power in numbers. Yeah. And, and accountability. And accountability. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's great to get a trainer. You know, that's amazing to go home and get a trainer. But it's also important to be part of a community. I know a lot of people who sign up for the gym, you know, they end up, you know, um, quitting or not going because they get lost in the gym. They don't have that community. So it's very important, you know, if you're serious about your weight loss to get into a community, um, join a boot camp where you're engaging with other people or, you know, he even suggested to um, have uh, the contestants join like an obesity um, anonymous type of they have those I yeah, didn't know that they, for, they have Alcoholics Anonymous but um, they they have I guess you would call it OA Obesity yeah. Anonymous that's well, not an- anonymous they, <laughs> everybody can see it <laughs> anyways they have that community for people who are overweight and who are yeah. struggling he suggested for them to do that and for them to see a psychologist and or to try hypnosis for weight loss mm. um, he said he does it on his clients but he also um, suggest that they go online and type in weight loss hypnosis. Yeah. And I guess he compared the weight loss hypnosis to kind of like um, self-affirmations because he was saying it's in the mind. A lot of them don't see themselves as being skinny. So now yeah. that they are, they have to align um, or not even just being skinny, but yeah. being a different person. They have to align their physical image to how they think of themselves. Yeah. Because if the inside doesn't match the outside, yeah. then they're going to go back to how they feel on the inside portrayed on the outside and Mm. that's being obese again. So it was really cool to talk to him and get the inside scoop. He also said that you know they do weigh in on the scale 
But the real weigh-in is prior to the biggest um, loser finale. Mm-hmm. And that was, I believe it was yesterday or a couple days prior. So what they're doing is they're projecting those numbers that they had in the private weigh-in. Again, mm-hmm. the contestants aren't allowed to see the numbers that get written down. But so, they know them. But the doctors know them. So this is how, you know, for for uh, the purpose of um, producing the show, they know who to align first. That's smart. Who would be, you know, if you put her after her because she's going to beat her out or him out, you know, for us to enjoy the show and to really get a kick out of it. They need to know that so they can order it the right way. But and so being the contestants know that, okay, I got weighed a couple days ago. The final weigh in is really not the final weigh in. So I can eat. So the psychologist was saying that the contestants were already eating like burgers and fast food and he was hoping that they're not going to go back to that type of lifestyle. Yeah. But, I mean, if you lost 100 pounds, you want to party and at least have a burger. So hopefully yeah. they're just ce- celebrating for the weekend and yeah. then they'll get back to and their lifestyle I'm actually after. really curious to see, like, I don't even know if there is some type of stats between over all the years of the Biggest Loser season, the percentage of people that either went home early on and lost weight, were they more likely to sustain their weight loss than the people that left the ranch and go back home? Because they've the people that leave have no choice but to figure out how to make this work in their their community versus the people that are coming from the ranch. They've been in just this. So it's almost like they're in this perfect bubble and then you're completely protecting them and then you're released from that. And, you know, I do a workout in Culver City at um, a gym called the Fit Lab. Shout out to everybody in the Fit Lab. And But one of the things that we talk about is community. It's like you can work out by yourself all day in the gym or try to do it on your own but if you don't have a group of people that are going to hold you accountable and be there for you and help you along the way because it's more than just working out it's it really is a a mental it's a mindset yeah we always say it's a hundred percent mindset so somebody can give you the guidelines all day but if you're not willing to change exactly like what he was saying it doesn't really make a difference yeah it it really yeah. yeah it really doesn't um I was going to say something important and I just got <laughs> lost into what you were saying. I know it was about the finale. I know these people going back to, oh, uh, you were talking about stats. Yes. So um, I went to the Biggest Loser finale. I'm sorry, you guys. We didn't get tickets to go this year. Uh, shout out to Biggest Loser, NBC. <laughs> they were too packed to let us in. Um, so next year, hopefully. In the building. Hopefully. I, you know, I, I'll blame myself, too. I'm sorry, you guys. I didn't apply for the tickets earlier yeah. enough. I didn't okay. reach out. Um and, you know, even the trainers were so packed. We didn't get any of the trainers on. Yeah. Again, I'm sorry. If um, we can get them on post-show, uh, you know, Absolutely. check for updates. Hopefully, we can come back into the studio and just interview some of the trainers. But two years ago, I got to go to the Biggest Loser finale. And as far as stats go, um, I was speaking with somebody at the Biggest Loser finale. And even I noticed, because a lot of past contestants will go to support the, the new contestants. Yeah. And a lot of them went back to their normal weight. So I don't know if, you know, it really makes a difference if it was early on, they got kicked off the show or later on, but I think it's a high percentage. I know that these people do put back on, if not some of the way, all the way. Like I was looking at some of the contestants and I'm like, Oh wait, isn't that so-and-so? And 
you know, you can tell some of them were ashamed. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah I was here five years ago. And yeah. you look at them and you're like, oh, yeah. it's it's sad. Yeah. You know, well, because, that is so discouraging. I know, isn't it? That's Sean, our producer. He's amazing. Hey, Sean. But yeah, it is discouraging, discouraging, but you know, it is, it's real life. Yeah. You know, it is hard to do it on your own. Um, and if you, let me tell you this, not only is working out, um, a great way to keep the weight off, but nutrition is key. Everything. And when these people go back to their, you know, sedentary, how do you say sanitary? Sedentary. Sedentary, yeah. Where you're like sitting sedentary. down. Sedentary. 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 <laughs> with when an these, N. With these, when these people go back to these sedentary there you jobs. Go. <laughs> you sedentary. Know, they're, they're sitting down all yes. day. Then you're, you know, you're working long hours. You know, you're eating all day. You know, we were not created to do that. We were created to go out in the field and get our food and labor yeah. physically. And, you know we're able to burn that food off. Yeah. But when we're working, you know, and we were made to work from sunup to sundown, not till 10 o'clock at night, yeah, you know, completely. having 12 to 14 hour days. Yeah. That's not what our bodies were made for. So we're just eating more calories than we're exerting out. Yeah. So, you know, there's, if you do not burn more calories than what you take yeah. in, if there's not a calorie deficit with your working out um, combined with your nutrition, you are not going to lose weight. Yeah. And if you're not working out consistently because you're working all the time or you don't have a babysitter or whatever it is, yeah. then you're not going to keep the weight off. Yeah, it's true. Absolutely. And I'm thinking, I always say it's it's a formula. It's like... 80%, I almost say it's like 80% nutrition, 20% fitness. It's a hundred percent of changing your mindset. So mm. it's like you can, you see people in the gym all the time, like killing it, like killing it in the gym, but then they don't, you don't see any changes, but things aren't changing. Exactly. And it's, it's because nutrition is so important. And I think that's one of the things that, yeah, we, even on the show, we saw little glimpses of it here and there, but I wonder how much they really make sure that like, they can set that up to be consistent, not just on the ranch, but when yeah. they're outside. I, and it's hard. I've been training for a couple of years now, but I've realized, you know, all my clients, the ones who see serious changes, nutrition. who attack their fitness goals, yeah. their nutrition is on point. Absolutely. And, you know, I realized that so much. I felt... I felt uh, responsible for my clients, you know, because yeah. I am their trainer. I feel like I need to educate them in that area. So I got certified in nutrition this week. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Let me tell you, it wasn't easy. <laughs> Man, and I, crazy I'll tell you this, this was so bad. But, you know, there was one night I just studied and studied and studied. I'm like, I have to get through this. Yeah. And, you know, I studied for like six hours straight and I ate a whole box of Oreo cookies. No! And you know, and I'm just like, how am I studying about nutrition and I'm binge eating on Oreo cookies? It doesn't make sense. But again, that's what people are doing. They're mm -hmm. at work. They're working hard, you know, trying to get, you know, their projects done or kids are in school, college yeah. students, you know, the freshman 15 is real for a reason. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but your mind burns 20% more glycogen, which is sugar 
sugar mm-hmm. than your muscles do. Muscles do. That's what you. Um, that's what you fuel off of. So you'll mm-hmm. see a lot of athletes who carb load before like a long endurance yeah. event. It's because those carbs get turned into sugar in the body, For and energy. your muscles you know, work off that sugar. So when you are constantly doing a lot of mental work, Mm -hmm. if you're studying for long hours, you're using up more sugar. So you become more hungry. So you're trying to get in as much sugar. So that's why your body is craving sugar. Instead of eating kale salads, you reach for the Oreo cookies because your body is sending out those signals. I'm hungry. I need the quickest way to um, get my glycogen levels back up to normal before they're depleted again. I'm sorry. I'm probably talking too crazy for you guys. (laughs) We love it. School is fun. Exactly. So, you know, especially if you are working a job where you're not active, um, if you don't have, you know, an active lifestyle, if you're a student who's studying a lot, it's very important that your nutrition is on point. Absolutely. I completely agree. All right, so let's talk about the winner. Woo-woo! All right, so Toma gets on the scale, and his numbers were... He needed 175, 70 pounds mm-hmm. to lose to beat out Sonia. He was 336. Yeah. He then, for the final weigh-in, dun, dun, dun. was 165 pounds for a total of 171 pounds lost. He beat out Sonya by two pounds. One pound. And now we're gonna, we're gonna end our show. Yeah. Yeah, And that was it. And that's it. Okay. Wouldn't that be awkward if we did that? If we just stopped the show right there and just didn't talk to you guys? That's, it was just like, the confetti came up. And then the credits rolled, and then we moved on to the next episode. Like, uh, most finales or season finales, you talk to the winner, something, anything. It, I think NBC was short on time because it was live. Could I be. feel like, okay, um, they're yeah. running over to the next show. But we heard from almost all the contestants that were on the show. Why wouldn't we want to hear from Toma? Yeah. It felt so awkward. And, you know, I I feel like two pounds, I feel like it just felt a little off. I felt like not the sh- that the show was rigged, and I'm not saying that the producers rigged the show, but two pounds. By two pounds, he won. It just seemed a little... I just didn't feel like it was real uh, genuine. I I know he really lost the weight, but by two pounds alone, I feel like I feel like the producers might have shaved some pounds off so that it could be such a close tie. So, you know, when he does get interviewed, Toma, not this show, but when he does get interviewed on other shows, they can be like, wow, you lost by two pounds. But it just... It didn't seem sincere, you guys. Let us know what you think. Did you feel like us? Was it awkward when the show ended? Um, you know, it just went fade to black with confetti before yeah. it. Uh, did you feel awkward that Toma didn't speak about his journey and weight loss? I mean, he spoke before, but we want to know how he feels as a winner. Yeah. Like when you watch Dancing with the Stars, Absolutely. the confetti comes, you watch, you, you interview the, the winner, yeah. you know, Super Bowl, you interview the champions, you interview the coach. Like I, 
producers, I need you guys to make sure there's enough time allotted on yep. the finale to interview the winner. Yeah. <laughs> it just felt very, I mean, this was such a long season and it was such a built up and you get to this two hour finale and then it just, to just end and not hear from Toma or see his family, just, just any of that. It just felt very, um, just a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> across the board and it's like I wish there would have been more because I felt like we heard from everybody else but But him and that's who we would have wanted to hear not only that I would have loved to hear the coaches share about him exactly and about him him as a person and his family yeah and and maybe hear some things that we didn't learn or see because obviously for television a lot of things get cut so I, I will say it was a little it was disappointing yeah All right, you guys. So that is it. Thank you so much for, you know, I know there's um, many of you who have been coming back every week to watch us. Commenting, tweeting, who have subscribed. We love that you are fans with us and that you interact with us. I'm kind of sad that this is the last episode. We'll have to wait till next time, um, next season, you know, to chime in again. Um, But this was fun. I hope you guys are, you know... um, I guess inspired and motivated by this season. And again, you know, Morgan and I were both trainers and you can reach out to us if you need Absolutely. to. I have a website called fitwithfallon.com. Follow me. I have a very interesting journey coming up. Yes, she does. Um, you will be seeing me on a network TV show. Um, I can't say which one, but I will be training. Um, and doing some other stuff and it's going to be a journey for myself. So hopefully, yeah, so hopefully, um, we'll have an after show for that show. It will probably be in like a year because we have to film for uh, a certain amount of months, but, um, yeah, it's going to be a journey for myself and I would love for you guys to kind of follow me through that. So I love you guys. (laughs) Um, and you know, just. Stay in touch, follow me, and um, again, online, fitwithfallon.com, at fitwithfallon on Twitter and Instagram. Where can they find you, Morgan? Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And, of course, we are always here for any additional needs as well. You can find me, again, on Instagram and on Twitter at ms underscore Morgan Martin. You can also check me out at www.dancefitwalk.com. I'm going to miss you guys. What am I going to do Thursday nights now? All right, guys, we'll see you next (laughs) season. Have a good one. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.